Hello dear listeners and welcome to Katha Vivar. Shabrimala is one of the most prominent temples in Kerala dedicated to the deity Lord Ayappa. It is visited by over 50 million devotees every year making it one of the most popular pilgrimages in the world. However, the annual pilgrimage is one of the most important aspects of the worship of Lord Ayappa. Prior to the journey, the pilgrims are required to fast for 41 days, abstain from meat and alcohol, follow celibacy, and constantly reflect on the goodness of life. The pilgrims are required to climb barefoot to the shrine, which is on top of a hill. They travel through dense forest, bathe in the holy river of Pamba, and adorn themselves with three-eyed coconut and anta garland. Like many of her tales, the story of Lord Ayappa also varies across regions, and today I will share the narrative that is widely known. Mahishasur was a ferocious buffalo demon who had received a boon from Brahmadev that he could not be defeated in battle by any man or god. He wreaked havoc on earth and was all set to conquer the heavens. This threatened the demigods, and they hatched a plan to destroy the invincible Asur. They realized that because of the boon, the only way to defeat him was to create a woman powerful enough to take on him. Thus, Durga Devi was created, empowered by the collective powers of all the devas. Devi Durga gathered an army, led them to the battle against Mahishasur, and after nine days of fighting, he was finally killed by Devi Durga. Mahishi, the sister of Mahishasur, was deeply saddened by her brother's death, and she vowed to take revenge on the gods responsible for it. She started rigorous penance to please Lord Brahma, and was given a boon that only a son born to Lord Shiva and Lord Vishnu would be capable of slaying her. With her newfound power, she started a reign of terror. Basmasur was an asur said to have been created from the bhasma or ashes on Lord Shiva's body. Lord Shiva consented to grant the asur a boon of his choice, pleased by his immense devotion to Lord Shiva. Basmasur desired to turn everyone he laid his fingers on into ash. Lord Shiva granted him this wish. With the gift, Basmasur became arrogant and became the tormentor of the planet. Lord Vishnu took on the form of the gorgeous Mohini, an attractive dancer who enticed him with her charm. Basmasur placed his palm on his own head during the dance and the instant his hand touched his head he turned into ash. Lord Shiva upon seeing Mohini was mesmerized by her beauty and a child was born out of the union that child was Lord Ayappa. Hence Lord Ayappa is also known as Harihara Suta which refers to the son Suta of Hari that is Lord Vishnu as Mohini and Hara Lord Shiva. They tied a bell around the child, placed him near the river Pamba and left as the baby was born for a divine purpose. King Rajashekharan, the ruler of Pandalam, was hunting in the forest when he heard the cries of a baby. On searching, he found his this baby and immediately took him in his arms. King Rajashekhar was childless and was delighted to find this baby. He decided to adopt him as his own child and named him Manikandan, the one with the bell around his neck. The king took the baby to his queen and the couple were happy to have the desire for a child being granted. His subjects rejoiced at finally having an heir and the kingdom prospered with the arrival of Lord Manikandan. Lord Manikandan grew up to be a brilliant boy and excelled in martial arts and shastras. His father and gurus were convinced that Lord Manikandan was no ordinary boy and that he possessed divine powers. Meanwhile, the queen gave birth to a son, Rajarajan, and King Rajashekhar decided to crown Lord Manikandan as the king. 
However, the queen was not happy with this decision as she felt that her biological son should be the king. She started hatching plans to get rid of Lord Manikantan. She feigned illness and proclaimed that only the milk of a tigress could cure her. She was sure, sure that by saying so, Lord Manikantan would take the lead and eventually fall prey to the ferocious animal. As assumed, Lord Manikandan offered to assist, but the king refused to send him to the forest, citing the boy's young age and upcoming coronation as excuses. Lord Manikandan was adamant, and the king finally had to relent. With a heavy heart, King Rajashekhar sent his favourite son to the forest and made him take food and three-eyed coconuts in honour of Lord Shiva. On his way to the forest, he came across Mahishi and was angered by her atrocities. He caught her by the horns and hurled Mahishi to the ground, mounting on her chest. He commenced a violent dance that killed her and sent reverberations to the earth and heaven. Friends, Mahishi in her previous birth was Leela, the wife of Dattatreya. When her husband decided to renounce the world, Leela protested, which caused the Rishi to curse her to be born as a Mahishi, Sheba fellow. Hence, her death was a blessing in disguise. Being released from her curse, she assumed a beautiful form and paid obeisance to Lord Manikandan. She also expressed her desire to marry Lord Manikandan, but he politely refused as he was a ward bachelor. However, Lord Manikandan requested that she reside near his shrine, and Mahishi is now worshipped as Malikapura Tamma, that is, the mother goddess on the tower. Lord Manikandan then met Lord Shiva and at his behest, Lord Indra took the form of a tiger. Lord Manikandan rode back to the palace on the tiger and other demigods followed him in the form of tigers and tigresses. Everyone assembled at the palace was terrified by the sight of so many tigers entering the palace and they immediately realized the divinity of Lord Ayyappa. King Rajashekar decided to punish his wife for such a heinous act, but Lord Manikandan advised him not to, as this was all in divine intervention. He also mentioned that now that his task on earth is accomplished, he will return to Devlok. However, he was so pleased with King Rajashekar's devotion that he asked the king to request for a boon. The king then stated his desire to build a temple and dedicate it to Manikandan. Lord Manikandan agreed to it and threw an arrow that dropped at the summit of Shabrimala. He instructed the king to build a temple there and also revealed how the Shabrimala pilgrimage should be carried out, emphasizing the value of doing penance, keeping fast and displaying goodness. He then blessed the king and disappeared. When the construction of the temple was complete, Lord Parshuram sculpted the figure of Lord Ayyappa and installed it at the mentioned place on the day of Makar Sankranti. So that was the story of Lord Ayappa. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. See you again next week. Bye.